Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville. I am your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in lovely Greenville, South Carolina, the upstate of South Carolina. As always, just a reminder, all my contact information is in the show notes. Should you need a realtor, should you want to discuss me helping you with buying or selling real estate, any of that stuff, or do you just want to talk about the podcast, I am happy to discuss any of that with you guys. Um, And then additionally, um, if you don't mind, since you're listening to this, please go ahead and leave the show a rating or review. Different apps uh, have that area in different places. Either scroll up or scroll down. There should be a place to just hit that five-star button, hit the review button, uh, and just get a review out there uh, so that we can reach more people with this show. I'd appreciate that. Today we're going to be talking about uh, rumblings of a slowdown, uh, plus, in addition to that, analyzing some of the data. It's really hard to look at the data in real time to determine whether there's a slowdown, but at least looking at the data historically and kind of what we might uh, expect to happen here in, uh, in the future. The rumblings of a slowdown, I'm just gonna start by introducing this. I keep seeing uh, realtors on different uh, social media pages and, and different things saying that they, they just feel a slowdown. They feel like something, something happened recently, and they're not exactly sure what exactly it was. And it's, again, it's hard to quantify in real time. Um, there's a challenge as well, which is the seasonality of... Uh, of this business and how all of that plays out as well. So yes, there is kind of always a summer slowdown. There is a, a usually a big ramp up to July, or, or really a big ramp up to June, and then a tapering off a little bit in July, and then a little end of summer push in August, and then a long taper that that kind of takes us through the holiday season before things start to rebound back up again in January. Um, and that tapering is both oftentimes in terms of listings and in terms of sales. So it's both a supply and a demand tapering for the most part. So what that means is that uh, basically just the entire market tapers simultaneously. So it's not like we have, okay, uh, typically a bunch more listings, but a bunch more buyers dropping out typically those numbers go hand in hand. And, and that's logical because people that are buying a home, a lot of them are selling a home and vice versa. Those that are selling a home are oftentimes trying to buy a replacement home. Uh, even those in the investment sphere, oftentimes if they sell something, they're looking to buy something. Um, so we see those numbers kind of go hand in hand. And it's hard to know with COVID what exactly to expect from this year, because this is a very weird year COVID-wise. Obviously, we had things, at at least down here in Greenville, basically just open up and and everyone kind of operating as normal um, with really nowhere anymore requiring masks, hardly at all. Um, Everything opened up to, to normal hours, like just kind of business as usual. Um, But then we also have uh, this Delta variant that, of course, I'm sure you guys have heard ad nauseum about, um, that's kind of going around and that's threatening to perhaps disrupt some things. We don't know exactly what that's going to do. But my point in saying this is 
I, it's hard to know how all of this impacted the summer of this year when a lot of people go on vacation. I know a lot of people took uh, June vacations rather than July vacations, but I know a lot of people that took July vacations as well. Some people did both. Um, it's, it, it's reasonable that people might be taking more vacations this year than they took in previous years because, A, they've got more money stimulus-wise. They've received various, uh, you know, stimulus checks, and, and now people are getting, you know, several hundred hours a month uh, for their children that the government is sending out, uh, different things like that. Plus, combined with the whole pent-up uh, wanderlust, as it were, uh, that people have, that they wanted to go on vacation last year. Maybe their vacation last year was canceled, and so they're making up for it this year. All of that impacts the real estate market because a lot of what's happening when we have that little July slowdown, that's people going on vacation. That's people do you know doing things that don't involve real estate. Um, and that's why there typically is a little bit of an August bounce back. Um, so as we're trying to sift through whether there is a meta slowdown happening or whether there is simply just a normal seasonal slowdown happening, it's really hard. It, it's, it's hard to determine what the dynamics are there. But there's definitely a slowdown uh, of some sort that has happened, um, which we can track a variety of different ways. Perhaps the simplest way is that mortgage applications have gone down. And that's a really good indicator of whether things are heating up or slowing down. When mortgage applications go down, that tell you, okay, there are fewer people looking to buy. I think as well, things got so crazy in June. And we've talked about buyer fatigue in the past. Things went absolutely nutty during the month of June that I can only imagine that a lot of buyers just kind of said, hey, I'm, I'm going to wait this out. I'm going to I'm gonna let this cool down. I'm going to let this slow down. And then I'll, I'll perhaps re-enter the market uh, during the fall, or I'll re-enter the market next year, whatever the case may be. Um, but we saw some statistics in the month of June, and, and GGAR, the, the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors, has not yet released July statistics. Excuse me. Um, they have not yet released the stats for July. It usually takes them a few weeks to call that together. Um, but I've got the June statistics in front of me. And uh, they're crazy. Housing affordability went down to the lowest level it's ever been. Um, percent of list price received for June was 101.3. That's the highest it's ever been. That means on average, uh, on average, every house that sold sold for more than it was listed for uh, by over 1.3%. We've never seen anything like that. Um, it's, it's, you know, the average sales price um, actually... The average plateaued a little bit, which is interesting, but the median sales price, which is uh, much more important, went to its highest level ever. Uh, in May, it was up 16% year-on-year uh, for the month of May. In June, it was up 13.8%, now up to 267500 That's now the median price point. Um, you know, it was... 235 back in June of 2020, and that was a massive increase from June of 2019. Um, we've just, it's its eye-popping, these numbers. It's, it's really starting to put the squeeze on first-time homebuyers. Um, historical days on market, and, and this is the one that 
out of all these numbers, this is the one that that pops out to me. Uh, the percent of list price perceived received being uh, over an entire percentage point higher than 100%. That one's a pretty eye-popping number. Um, but this one's even more eye-popping to me is the days on market until sale. So this is basically the amount of time. Well, I'll, I'll just read it. I'll read what GGAR says. The average number of days between when a property is listed and when an offer is accepted in a given month. Um, and, you know, on average, this has typically ranged between, you know, like 40 and 60 days. Um, and the month of June, it was 24 days. It has never been that low. And I mean, if you look at the chart, it's like a fall off um, for the the summer months this year of of how much fewer days on market these homes have been. Compare that to June of 2021, it was 55 days. So it it literally more than halved. It's down to it was down to 24 days. And and so that's what that means is obviously there are properties that are, you know, overpriced that are languishing on the market that that drive that number up. So what that means is that there is a plethora of properties that just sold very, very quickly. And obviously, those properties were in that sub $300,000 price point. And that is uh, the price point that that's really uh, getting the squeeze more than anything else right now. And so what happens is a lot of times those buyers get, get fatigued. They're so tired and, and so burned out of getting you know, outbid by others, looking at so many houses, submitting so many offers, and they just get to that point where it's just like, you know what, I just need to to wait it out. And so that can cause an artificial, not not an artificial slowdown, but that can cause a, a slowdown that isn't uh, a meta slowdown, but it's a slowdown that's almost, it's almost like deferring business. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering if this is going to be an, an interesting thing where we have something that happens during the fall that doesn't normally happen. If we have perhaps um, a fall month that kind of um, ends up being a little bit uh, spicier, as it were, uh, a little bit more interesting, a little more, a bit more activity uh, than we typically have. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what uh, will happen in the fall, but it'll be interesting to track. Um, certainly last year's fall was, uh, was extremely interesting and, uh, who knows, who knows what's going to happen this year. Um, there are some other interesting things as, as we look, as I look through this data, um, and, and this could be indicative again, if this is all accurate, sometimes these GGAR stats are not, um, for the month that they are looking at, sometimes they go back and they revise some of the data, so it's not always accurate. But this is one that usually is pretty accurate, is the pending sales. So let me read what the pending sales is. The count of properties on which offers have been accepted in a given month. Okay, so that's a, a good indicator of activity when we look at pending sales. Um, pending sales for June 2020. Now, Reminder, June 2020 was crazy because that was when we were really, you know, after all the lockdowns and everything. That was when things really started getting crazy around here. So last year, it was very high. It was uh, 1612 was the amount of pending sales we had in June of 2020, um, which is right up there with some of the highest levels that we've ever seen. You know, March of this year was 1637. 
April of this year was 1632. Um, May, though, went down to 1503. So, so that, uh, that June 2020 number is pretty close to, to the top. Well, compare that to June of this year. It was 767. It dropped off uh, again by more than half. So we had, uh, and that number, that number is comparable. We haven't seen a number that low since November of 2019. Uh, so uh, that is actually a very interesting number. And, I, and I'm not saying it's a cause for concern. Um, and I don't want to exaggerate what that number could mean. But there were a lot less homes that went under contract during the month of June uh, than would have been expected. And why was that? Were there fewer homes that, that listed? No. No. As a matter of fact, uh, there were a lot of homes that listed during, uh, during the month of June for this year. If I pull up the new listings, it was uh, 1956, which is right up there at the top. I mean, that is... Uh, n- near the highest that we have ever had. Um, that's the highest number since, uh, let's see, the middle of 2019. It looks like, uh, it's, it's hard for me to see the way they lay out this data, but it looks like that's the highest since like perhaps May, April or May of 2019. So it wasn't that we had a lot fewer listings. For some reason, we had in the month of June a lot fewer contracts. And I'm really fascinated to see um, what happened in July once that uh, information comes out. Um, and again, I, I'm not overreacting to, to this data uh, because I'm out there in the marketplace and I'm still seeing it's very competitive and that there's still you know, a lot of angst. But it, it feels like a lot of people in June went on vacation or decided to take a break from real estate. Um, now, here's the, um, you have to offset this with another thing. So if you, we look at closed sales, closed sales in June were the highest it's ever been. So um, that is the, you know, homes that went under contract in April and May, they closed in June. Our closed sales in June were the highest they've ever been. So we're definitely going to see that taper off. I mean, we, we can definitely expect to see, you know, in July and perhaps August as well, that, that we're going to see close sales kind of take a dive because uh, those contracts, um, you know, are, it was a low number, homes, the, the pending sales, the homes that went under contract. Um, so what does all this mean? Well, we need to, to monitor this closely just to see, you know, is this something that's broader in the market or was this something that just kind of, uh, just more of a blip on the radar, more of the seasonality of things being a little bit different this year than it normally is, we don't know. Um, but I will say this: I'm not freaking out because we need a little bit of a slowdown. If this is a meta thing and and things are slowing down a little bit, um, that'll be tough for sellers in the upcoming months. Sellers will have to readjust their expectations. They've been used to seeing all their neighbors, you know, have 25 showings and 10 offers. Um, and end up selling their home above list price, sellers are going to have to adjust uh, their mindset that, that that obviously is not going to always be the case. Um, and it may be sooner than later that that is not the case. As far as um, buyers are concerned, I think that buyers that have uh, decided to pull out of the market need to consider whether now is the, the right time to enter back in, whether now is the time, okay, Maybe 
Uh, I can take advantage of this. It may not be a, a, a meta slowdown. It may just be a temporary slowdown. This may be an opportunity for some buyers. And I am seeing some listings have to start reducing their pricing. Um, and, and again, this is anecdotal, but I, I'm seeing what appears to be more price reductions than I remember seeing earlier this year. Um, and so that's an opportunity for buyers uh, to, you know, maybe some of these homes are overpriced, but if they're starting to sit on the market, sellers are getting nervous. Sellers are like, man, I, I thought that this market was a was a seller's market. What's going on here? Um, and so they might be willing to accept a lower offer than, than they originally were. Um, as far as um, looking at the, the normal, what normally happens, um, if we compare listings that come on the market, the number of listings that come on the market compared to the number of pending sales uh, month by month, usually the best month to buy, and you could perhaps say the worst month to sell, but it, it doesn't it doesn't always work out that way. Um, I, I, I'm hesitant to say something like that. Um, but at the very least, from a metadata standpoint, the best month to buy is the month of October. That's the month historically when listings exceed pending sales by quite a bit. So that's, and to put that in economic terminology that makes sense to, to most of my listeners, that's when there is more supply than demand, the, the, the most amount of more supply than demand is typically the month of October. So keep that in mind. Again, if you're a fatigued buyer, um, don't worry. The fall is coming up, and the fall, it, 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 you, we get fewer listings usually. Um, so there, is, there are fewer options out there for you. There's fewer houses for sale. Um, but at the same time, there's less competition. And that month of October... Um, historically is a pretty good month for listings. Historically, there is, I think it's people that are, it's kind of like a pre-holiday push. So it's people that are like, okay, I definitely don't want to sell my house, uh, you know, around Thanksgiving or around Christmas or around New Year's or anything like that. So there's like this pre-holiday push in October. People list their homes, but that outpaces the number of people buying. And so then we see the taper after that, the, the real big taper that happens in November and December. There's there's really not a whole lot of homes that, that come on the market at all during those months uh, due to holidays, people traveling, and all of that. So that's what we're seeing. Um, a short little episode here to give you guys a, a little snapshot of the market. Um, I think there are, I think the rumblings of a slowdown are accurate. I think something did slow down. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Um, Draw your own conclusions, but uh, I, I do think the main thing that I conclude from this is that there is some sort of an opportunity for buyers right now that perhaps there wasn't and hasn't been for the past, you know, eight, ten months, and I think that you as a buyer should take advantage of that, and if you're selling, just be aware that this is kind of a, a weird market and it's kind of a fluid situation. Um, you might not be in a situation uh, where... You know, you're getting the the type of offers that you were before. If you're a house flipper, for instance, you might not find that there is quite the frenetic activity that there has been the past few months. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. Again, um, it, we're just looking at metadata, and different situations are different. Um, if you're listing a house below that median price point, you should be gold. 
you know, that median price point in the 260s, roughly 265. Um, houses below that price point, you know, that are in good locations and good school districts, those are gold right now. You won't have any, you won't have any problem selling those. Um, but some of these other price points and some of these other locations could be difficult. So that is something to keep in mind. If you guys have any questions, let me know. My contact information is in the show notes. I hope you guys stay safe and have a great rest of the week.